Hey, faithful listener. This is your disclaimer to know that there are some discussions in this episode that tend to lean more towards the adult topics. Uh, typically, we try to keep a fairly general audience and uh, viewer-friendly vibe to the podcast. And in this issue, we do discuss some things that are a little bit more on the adult side due to the content in the comic book that we read. So, if you typically listen in front of little ears, or maybe you shy away from things that tend to lean more towards the adult, please be aware that in this issue, we are going to discuss some of those types of things. Otherwise, now that that's out of the way, enjoy the issue. Why are we doing this thing? I'm Patrick. <laughs> I'm Chris. <laughs> this is Will. <laughs> And we are Guys With Issues. That was not in order, though. That was all wrong. Exactly. <laughs> And we are going to use it. So in this episode today, we are talking about Saga, Volume 1. <laughs> but before that, yep. Pat, you have anything? <laughs> I ain't got nothing. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. That'll be a easy... Oh. Nope. Never mind. Are, are we doing this? We already did well, it. I thought we were doing it. <laughs> No, I'm asking. Are we going to redo sure. that or no? No, who cares? Okay. <laughs> all right, cool. We're just going to mess it all up. Do I have anything? Um, I'm going to go see Oppenheimer this weekend. No. Oh, I. You already saw it. We I talked did. about it last week, but you are in for a treat. Yeah. I guess. I guess I'll find that out. Yeah, those parts that I mentioned, they're small and kind of obvious when they show up, but. Well, right beforehand, but... I've really mm. been enjoying Strange New Worlds. Oh, yeah? They've been knocking it out of the park. I do not know what this is. This Star is Star Trek. Trek. Oh, okay. We really do need to expand your Star Trek knowledge. Yeah. We're going to, while you were running an errand, Pat had me add a Star Trek comic to our read list. Sweet. So... Was it the one that... I suggested, yep. or is it a yep. different one? Nope, it's on there. Sweet. Yep, so Kristoff, uh, our very first emailer, will finally, after months of waiting, get months some Star Trek, into, Star Trek into this podcast. You think, he'll, you think he'll read? He owns this. He owns oh, it. he owns it? <laughs> so, so Christoph, you've read this. And well, if you haven't, if he hasn't, you this better is, read along, this mister. Is, this would be the excuse he needs to read it, so... Yeah, stick all those board games away for <laughs> half an hour and just read a comic, why don't you? Man, could he go a half an hour without board gaming? I'm sure he can. Oh, I've sure seen him do so. it. Really? Yeah. Does he keep pieces in his pocket? He have like dice and meeples in his pocket? That I well, don't I know, know he's got Little dice. cubes. He's got that hat with the dice on it, because that's how I lost him that one time at Gen Con. Did you find somebody else with a hat with dice on it? And you Dude, followed it, it was literally the exact same hat. So it was opening <laughs> ceremony. Ah. We were all next to each other, right? Uh -huh. And then him and Chris had 
like this one specific spot they wanted to go to. So that's where they we were called first, right? Photosynthesis. We went to buy photosynthesis when it launched. Yep. And just was, a I was, mean two player game. Too mean. It was there were so many people that people got in front of me, but I was following by his hat. But uh-huh. I kind of lost track of him a little bit. There's this dude with the exact same hat who was almost the exact same height as Kristoff. And so I was following this guy, I'm like, where are they going? And I finally see his face, and it wasn't him. It was Isn't, just the exact same hat. too funny. That's literally how Macaulay Culkin misses the plane in Home Alone. Right, it is. That is what happens at the airport. And so I was just by myself at Gen Con for Will Macaulay Culkin himself. He Home Alone himself. <laughs> I was Gen Con alone. <laughs> Gen Con alone. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. That's funny, though, that you had a real life Home Alone experience. Yeah, yeah, it happened. Wow. As an adult, even. Oh, yeah, I was. Now, just imagine uh, how scary that'd be as a kid then. Oh, yeah. Dude, that would be. I, I would not want to take a small child to opening day at Gen Con. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want, want to try to keep track of it. I wouldn't want to take any child to Gen Con. Just in yeah. general. Yeah. In Gen Con role. All right. I don't want to be in charge of somebody like that. Forget that. Well, if I had that attitude, I would never do anything. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> you grow into the being in charge part. I have a couple yeah, of you, nieces and nephews. You just learn to manage it. If I really oh, wanted to I, be in I'll charge of somebody, I'd borrow some one of them for a while. No. Practice the skills. Develop okay. them with your niece. Although at this point, it'd be weird because... They're like 14, 15. The youngest is like 15. Mm. The youngest? The youngest. And that's got to make you feel kind of old. Yeah. I know we joke about it, but like that has to make you feel kind of old. It's like 24, 25 now. Mm. Wow. Crazy. Yep. Anyway. Crazy. That was my. So, yeah. um, Home Alone story, I guess. Been watching Strange New Worlds, which is amazing. I cannot cannot wait for Lower Decks to come back out. Season three, it's going to be amazing. Also, Star Trek. Oh, okay. Yeah, thought I would clarify. They did a crossover, didn't they? Did they did a crossover. Yeah, I heard about that. My favorite so, episode so far. So, are the Lower Decks people live action? Yes. Really? The people who voice the Lower Decks people. Play their characters. Play their characters. That's funny. In, in the, the episode. I'll have to look up a clip. I mean, I, we could just watch it after this. It yeah, would I be would... lost on me other than the fact that, you know. I mean, I just sure. <laughs> we could still watch it. I, I need to watch it again. Like it's imperative. Oh. I'd watch it again. Need, I feel like, is a strong no, word. No, no, need. Definitely No, need. no, need. No, no need. It's a no, no need. <laughs> no, no need. <laughs> uh, what about you, Wilhelm? Oh, not much. Anything? Nope. Nothing new, Nothing. huh? Yeah. I'm trying to think if I have had anything going on lately. I will. I mean, just working on the podcast. Um, I'm, I need to redo my front porch. Yeah, um, that's fun. Is there a specific reason you need to redo your front it's porch? It's old. Like the deck boards are starting to... Like come up at the end. Yeah. And it's like it's past the point. They're of flying saving. away. You think in uh, yeah. you you think like, in just regular wood? Are you gonna do composite something? I'll or? probably just do regular wood again. That composite stuff is. I mean, what I want to do is really small, so I could go composite because mm-hmm. I would need a lot. 
but it, that composite is real expensive. It really is. Like at, nice at, the, at the height of like uh, the prices going up, and you know people always doing their homes and like the pandemic. I think I saw a twelve footer was like forty five dollars for a board or more. Yeah, it was nuts. Like I, that is I would crazy. Not want to have to be redoing my deck back then, but. Well, I wish you the best of luck with that. No, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Chris? I recently bought a new vehicle, which now would be a few months ago when this airs. But I did buy a new vehicle because I needed to replace mine. And And it's pretty nice so far. I'm guessing when you say a new vehicle, you mean a used vehicle. A used vehicle vehicle because I don't have the money to buy something new. Nor do I, I don't really think buying brand new vehicles is a great financial investment only because of the immediate depreciation on a new vehicle. It's hard to get. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like one of the biggest depreciation percentages of anything you can buy. I mean, unless you run it into the ground. And then... No, I mean, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you keep it for the majority of the rest of your life, if you don't drive a lot, it probably I mean, wouldn't be too bad. That's what my dad just did. Yeah. He bought a brand new truck. Had like five miles on it. Well, My mom's like, it's the last truck you're ever going to need. No, right legit there. though. Yeah. So she's like, I already got it scheduled out, all the oil changes and stuff to keep it, you know, right. keep everything up on it. Mm-hmm. All the different warranties. And so it's the last, you know, he's at that age where it's very, mu- very likely going to be the last vehicle he's ever going to own yeah. or need. Yeah. How's that make you feel, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> Driving into work right now in your brand new truck. <laughs> being being called old, saying that that's the last thing you're ever going to need. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, buying something. So I bought a van. And with what I paid for it, what I've paid for every vehicle I've ever owned, I still probably... I'd probably be maybe about halfway on what a new one would cost. Maybe. Maybe. Pretty good. With like every vehicle I've ever bought in my yeah. life, if I added them up. I think it's about half the price Neat. of a new one. Yeah. So. I cannot say that. About vans? About vehicles. Hmm. Yeah. Have you ever owned a van, Pat? I have not. Hmm. I'm not opposed to vans. There's nothing wrong with vans. I never really Just wanted one, but. Or bought one. I'm a big fan. A van, big fan, a big vans. van fan. You're a van fan. I am now. Like a with dashboard the stow van and go seats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. pretty cool. Oh, nice. Spoken like a real dad. Once you have one, you're a van, not a dad. But uh, <laughs> you're like, oh, this has a lot of use if I get the right ones. No. So it's not too bad. Not too bad. Plus, I like I like having the option if we do have people going places, you can be like, hey, you guys can ride with me. It's kind of nice. Yeah. I like to drive. I don't like to ride with people very much. I, I do it. Love so. driving. I do too. Me too. We need a vehicle where all three of us can drive. <laughs> that would, it just switches. It has like a countdown. <laughs> <There's>... Oh, man. <laughs> do, do, do. Okay, it's me now. Okay. I got it. I got it, guys. Okay. 
How? What's my mile countdown? Okay, in 10 miles, it's switching you, Pat. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. It'd be, be interesting. Crazy handy for you long would have road to, trips. You would have to really be paying be. attention. It would, it would have really specific beeps beforehand like yeah like you think your car's little like beep you're diverging from the lane are annoying this would have to be like i mean heavy dude like you'd have to make sure you have somebody's attention i mean if you think about it mechanically you'd probably have to pull over and stop the car for it to mechanically shift unless it's all linked together no not it could be Uh, electronically linked as long as there were multiple steering wheels multiple pedals things like that mm Plus, um, I don't think anything you technically touch on a car these days is mechanically linked to anything on the engine. Yeah, I was thinking about like uh, older trucks. I've owned you know well, sure. a couple, but in order to switch between uh, two wheel and four wheel, you had to be stopped because if you didn't, yeah. Well, now you hit right. like a button and it goes whoop, like right. a transformer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, all the wheels have power. Let's go. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that's kind of the only. That's cool. really the only thing. Everything's pretty normal. Yeah, How, house, work, pod, just, like that's just <laughs> living life. Pod. Yeah, family time. I'm gonna be going to the beach with my sister's family tomorrow. Silver Beach. That's the one up, up right? Dunish kind of thing. I have no sure, idea. I've never been, but. They were they they go and they invited us because we've been trying to hang out with them recently. So there you go, listener. Yeah. If you have a time machine, you can meet Chris. <laughs> yeah. Because by the time you're hearing this, it's probably started to chill in the air. <laughs> probably. Uh, that's good. That's fine. Yeah. Is this when I have to do the synopsis? Am I? Do I have to do, do it? Do you want to? I mean, I. You took my role. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He did. He did. If you he want did. to read it, I wrote you, one. You have plenty of roles. Should though, I? So you, should I? Do you want read what you wrote, or do no, I have to make it up? I think I think he should do the synopsis. Wow, he stole but, my part though. Yeah, just... and he's doing a good job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it I'm, gets I'm to be the thief. Will show. <laughs> the Will show. Yes, I've taken over. <laughs> Take it all. Take it all. No, do okay. Do it. <laughs> Pat's, Man, do, Pat's doing you, it next time. I'm Pat's. telling you, this has been a saga. Oh, ah. good transition. So, Pat's giving me that manager stare, be like, you better <laughs> read that synapses, boy. <laughs> <clears throat> I love how you clear your throat every time. <laughs> it's part of the show. That's what I'm saying. I love it. I hey. should put timestamps. Will, Will clears throat. <laughs> Yes. When two soldiers on opposite sides of a galactic war fall in love and bring a new life into the world, they are forced to go on the run as both sides attempt to take from them what they now hold most dear. Having to battle against old allies, freelance mercenaries, and diaper changes, their commitment to one another will surely be put to the test. Will they make it out alive, or will their new bid for freedom and a life of peace be cut short? Find out today on Guys With Issues. Come we on. could just put that in the beginning of each episode. Good. Or not. <laughs> no, I mean, it way. works. I'm just saying, 
I just like the with because with the guys with issues, then we just do that. Put his synopsis and then so do instead the music. of doing the whole thing, just put that. <laughs> no, in it's just established. We we're gonna keep doing it how we. I do mean, it. it's not that. It's seventeen issues isn't really all that established. It's established. Sixteen. Structure 17? Steve has spoken. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> no, we gotta listen this to Structure is, Steve. We have built upon the foundation. Uh, are we debating which, which, how many issues this is? Is that what you? He's asking. I yeah. thought I thought it was seventeen. Um, it is right, officially. Man. This is sixteen. Ah, uh, this is sixteen. Ah, uh, uh, I was one ahead. Well, we're gonna have. I mean, that's counting our numerical issues, our special issues from earlier. Don't don't. So technically, this would be seventeen or eighteen. No, oh, but see. the specials don't get numbered. So. As usual, as did we? What did did we like it? What did we do? What, did <laughs> what we do we do? Your structure, Steve. What do we hey, do? <laughs> this is when we just have our but then, non-official chat about it, okay. right? This See, is, there you go, structure, so, Steve. Thank you. So, for all of you who read along, hopefully you took our advice from last issue, and you did not read it around anybody under the age of eighteen, and not at work. <laughs> Correct. Yes. I believe you. Yeah, good. I'm believable. <laughs> well, I personally enjoyed it. I would think so, because you own it. I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Will, I'm curious to know. You're the wild card. I oh, had, yes. <laughs> I, had read, I had read the first issue. That's as far as I got the first time somebody suggested me reading it. I read the first issue and said, this is not for me. You're like, I don't was, like this. Maybe I got into the Throw second it issue. Into the trash. After knowing Pat liked it, I was kind of shocked about the content. Oh. <laughs> I didn't like He doesn't didn't, know you the way your Discord does. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. <laughs> like all other Pat's stuff is pretty, you know, PG. He talks and, about how much he likes Punisher Max all the time. Punisher Max is really not good. all the time, but he didn't. But you, but I, he did say that he wasn't a big fan of him. Oh no, we never mind. That was from the fabled issue. Oh, say it anyway. I was gonna say he did talk about how he wasn't a big fan of. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, what I said, never mind. He, you know, because of them not having likable characters and things, yes. but that content it would be similar more to what's in this. Like that kind of content, more, sure, yeah. more, adult, more content. adult content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not opposed but, to the adult content. But I'm you probably to... found these characters likable is Jerks. why you liked this. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, what about you? I mean, I liked it. It did suffer from like like the beginning of the story kind of thing where it's just getting started, so you don't sure. really know a whole lot. And so if we I mean, read it is more, the introduction. Yeah. yeah. Like, I would have kept... I would have continued uh, reading this upon release. Yeah, because like it, if you was, would have picked up issue one yeah. and and went through the six, yeah. you would have gone to to Nick and said, yeah. "Sub me, yeah. put me down, put me down. Yeah. I'll yeah. keep I'll keep riding." That's cool. I'm the total opposite, and it isn't because of the content. I I just I don't I don't like it. Speaking of the adult <laughs> content, it's. The one thing that kind of threw me off, it's almost as if the writer of this just discovered swear words because they use them 
but they didn't use them well. Like it's almost like they didn't know how to curse. What? I didn't. I didn't. Pick I know. I. You all. and I. I feel like we're both like. <laughs> you're gonna have to expound on this thought because I don't understand. You're because saying like, they poorly swear. Yeah. Because, as a swearing connoisseur. So I will <laughs> use swearing an example. It's like you don't use the. Well, I guess I can say this without actually saying the words. You well, I can drop, beep it out too. You don't, don't drop care. the f bomb two times in a row. Uh, really, I remember that part. So like, f the. Uh, bloody f f blah, blah blah he used it like f word something and another f word and like that's I mean, sometimes people do that. well i, I was yeah, this the, though did the, did they say no doesn't she or somebody say like effing f or something like yeah. that like holy effing f or something like that was that in this yeah, something like, something that, like yeah. that where they said the f word to describe the f word in one I speech mean, bubble maybe. maybe i think that happened yeah something like that maybe and it's when you're speaking, which, it's which a little bit different. The language is throughout it, but it isn't like all the time. No, and it, it and so for those of you who didn't read, it isn't like there's an F word on every page. No, it isn't it like is that. It's just that it during, does have it. Only during stressful moments or yeah, when they're weird. having normal conversations, it sounds the dialogue is fairly realistic i would almost say yeah. would you say that like the kind of exchanges people would have yeah mm-hmm. uh, like uh, modern yeah day. oh so that's one thing that i just am not a huge fan of sometimes in settings that feel fantastic which this can be argued because it's very sci-fi as well there are people with tvs for heads whose bodies mold into weapons which is right? a pro in my pro column sci-fi Boy. Well, yeah, well, like big time, big, big time. time. Yeah, it does have a tree spaceship. Which so is amazing. I, that I has, love that. Fact. That does have my favorite line in the whole book. Oh. When she goes, you don't steer a rocket, <laughs> you ride it. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> That's my favorite. That That is my favorite line in the whole book. That's a good um, in the whole In the whole thing. So, yeah. um, The whole arc. The whole story arc, which would be a the this would be a singular graphic novel. You have the big book. I, I read this like where I what I read this on. It ended at this after the sixth issue. Okay, where yours has like forty eight or issues or something. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my favorite. That was my favorite line. Like, yeah, I yeah. liked that a lot. Um, oh. crap. I Sorry, had, I had something. And then you were talking about the swearing usage, and yeah, then I had something after that. My bad. No, oh, anyway. So it sounds like you didn't like it, Chris. I knew I didn't like it. I've tried to read it before. <laughs> Going, this would have been Will Will's three issues of X Men wanting to stop. I did. I can't say I wanted to stop, but I. So I love fantasy. I love love that setting. Um, can love it. I love. I love love sci-fi, mm-hmm. and so I l- that aspect was really good. Um, and it's not that I thought it was poorly written. Um, I thought it was very well written. The dialogue was well done. The plotting. I felt like the pacing was good. Yeah, yeah. And the I, art. The art's amazing. I remembered. Uh, reading it reminded me of the. Uh, you shared with me that one comic before we ever did, when we still worked together. And before this was a fever dream in Patrick's mind. Yes, we, we had never even thought this would ever happen. 
but it was almost like a Dungeons and Dragons style. They had the rat three queens. Yeah, I've read the, that some of the rat queens. The yeah. uh, we, should, we could add that on here. Uh, we've all read it though, so it's a little different. Because right. this is more like we try to read stuff that we yeah, haven't all yeah. read. But anyway, sorry. So the no, rat but queens. like uh, the writing style is very reminiscent of. Uh, the dialogue in the Rat Queens, because it was also a fantasy setting, but they talked like we would talk mm-hmm. today. Hmm. And, you know. And it's even, they, it's crasser than this. It is a little bit crasser, and be, the the person who wrote it knows how to swear. And <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it, I would say it's a little bit better. Yeah, Rat Queens is fun. I read a few volumes of that. I I, don't... I only ever read the, the one. I can't remember if it was an issue or... You would have read the the first uh, graphic novel. Graphic novel because yeah. you gave it to somebody we work with. Yeah, uh, Gina loves them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, so the art is amazing. It is Fiona Staples, amazing oh, yeah. artist. I would I would want to see art from from them on anything. Yeah. Um, really cool style very kinetic action when there's action but like you get good vibes in the environments mm-hmm. uh i mean just like it's a, it's beautiful artwork i think i think the artwork in this is an argument on how comics can be art you know sure um but having said that because like when we come to rate it later if i was basing it just on the quality of construction the rating will be much higher than what I end up giving it. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I can acknowledge that I can understand why people like it. It's just not for me. I I I don't love the main characters. I don't I don't I don't know. It's not that they I don't know if I'd say they aren't likable to me. Um, but I just wasn't I wasn't a big fan. My I will say I uh well I don't wanna I don't wanna say too much about favorite characters or anything. We'll get to that, right? I love, but I love like the aesthetics. I love the, um, for the most part, with the art styles. I'm not. I, I'm kind of the first time I read it. I wasn't a big fan of the TV heads. That was. <laughs> it's a little strange. I was it's like, strange, I don't know if I like a, that. I think, I think it's, it's a good it's representation. Good representation because it's, it's like tech versus magic, like science versus magic. Kind of, but like the people that serve under them aren't tech. I mean, they use guns; they have yeah. guns. Yeah. But I mean, like that was very apparent in like the they're very like first fairies, scenes. though. <laughs> the people who serve them are. That's what I'm saying. You but don't like see the a royalty lot. is the TV heads. Yeah. And are they actually robots? Like, or like I don't know. I, they can. I mean, they definitely seem like organic machines. They can get pregnant. Yeah. The boy, the first time you read it and you flip that first page, the first introduction to TV heads is right. a, uh, an adult Channel moment. Four. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know what it is about it. It is not, and maybe it is that I'm the of. If anybody hasn't been able to tell after sticking with us for this long, I tend to be the more prudish one of the group. I'm the one that talks about. Because I have kids and things like that, like being picky about what I watch and what I read and what I can yeah. have in front of them. And, you know, there's lots of reasons for that uh, be beyond just my kids. And, it, and maybe it's just my own personal taste where that tends to not be where I gravitate as much. Um, not that I think it less of anybody that has no problem with it. It's just 
it's just not my thing as much. That's you know? a good thing. Yeah, you're like, because I really liked this. <laughs> I I, knew, I was hoping you'd make a comment. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I I enjoy aspects of it. It's just as a whole, for some reason, it doesn't. It just doesn't click with me. I don't know. That's just, you know, Will was so down on his last time. I had to be the bottom one again. Try to. <laughs> oh yeah, we can trade. <laughs> but. But no, I thought the I love how goofy. I will say something something that we I think we all should acknowledge is uh, with the map when they get like the map and it sounds like a fairy tale map, map and right. they're like, oh, the rocket ship forest and the it'd be like it's not this, but it'd be like the gumdrop bridge and like <laughs> yeah. stuff. But it actually is all real stuff, you know. That was fun. I like that. Good. Yeah, I, I I think I like the fact that uh, a this is this happened in the past because the narrator is the child. Yeah, yeah, so the narrator is the baby that is born. Is the baby in the that's born yes. in the, the very first page. Yep, um, or two pages, whatever. Which I've been around childbirth. That was an alien childbirth for sure. Well, they are aliens. Um, I, I I like the fact that because you know, you know, at least the child survives. It's mm-hmm. it's almost like you're rooting for the underdog in the whole thing. Yeah, you've well, got two very powerful organizations, or whatever you want to call them, trying to get rid of this couple, and they seem to be succeeding. I like that portion, uh, you know, that part of it. I like how random stuff happens, like it, like just stuff comes out of the left field, which really like the horrors, like the horrors. Mm-hmm. That's that's one, yeah. Um, and it kind of in my mind, makes the universe that they're in just seem, I don't know, more populated, more vast, more anything can happen. Yeah, it definitely has an element in its unrealistic setting of almost the unpredictable nature of realism in a way, like... Like taking the assumptions and what you expect and turning them upside down, right? Because and sometimes that's what life's like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. and I really like yeah. that part of it. I, I do too. I I would agree that that is one aspect of it that I thought it's super well done. Super I, re- well done. I really like the, uh, the 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 two main characters. Um, I think they've done stupid things, but like the 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 one guy who's really good at fighting, wanting to not fight anymore, and. Like really good at fighting, like, too. Like really good at fighting. Yeah, yeah that w- uh, towards the end of it, right when they mm-hmm. report on him, they're like, "No, he's like a monster." Right. Like, it's dude, and you know he's trying not to fight, and it. I do like that, like that idea that if he doesn't hold back, he's like a force of nature, almost. Right. <laughs> Which is great. I mean, I, I just I don't know. There's also, I like the I the like laser. Him. Swords. When we say laser swords, it's not like Star Wars. It's like <laughs> they slash. They concentrate energy, yeah, and it's, it's a like magic. a projectile magic yeah. slash. Right. So, like I, Link's I, sword. I do hope they were uh, the Master Sword. Yes. <laughs> Just hit the ground. Uh, it would be funny if some of that stuff was foreshadowing, because in that fight, he chopped someone's hand off. And I mean, they called it he, out that he, he might be back in, he, in, a, in a very he's like he said some interesting the, way. Uh, it's like, oh, I feel like I've cursed us, and 
his wife says, uh, yeah, in our future, some guy with a hook is going to be chasing after our daughter. Right. So it, later on, is there a guy with a hook that shows up? You to, hope so. I hope so. Right? I really do think yeah, that would be great. But they're like, this is an immediate problem. We'll worry about those later. It yeah. was their reasoning. Mm-hmm. They're like, we have to solve this now. Also, did you read the names of their helmets? Did you like look at the art in some of those scenes? Some I know you do. The soldiers that came up on them had like names oh, etched into their I helmets. Some of them I wouldn't even put on this to beep out. <laughs> no, I didn't know. I'll have to go back and look. What? You got the book. Oh, they put it on the table there. Yeah, you guys can keep talking. I'll pull it up. But But yeah, I yeah. I just I I don't know. I I like the characters. I like that the to be honest, I like that the main characters actually nobody seems to be a really like horrible person. There are people who do I mean, bad things, but like the main the, characters the part don't seem where I would agree with Chris on Stuff that kind of would bother me is when um, the one freelancer whose <laughs> name is the, the Will. The Will. Goes, I know. Uh, I was gonna say goes to a Starship Whoopi. Um, yeah, that was. I did not like that part. And then the part that really got me was when they brought the little slave girl and it was just right. Mm. Yeah, that was horrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Things that it things is. that we aren't gonna say on air. <laughs> Things that I'm not going to yeah, say, not on you, air. You, uh, <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. It's got that kind of stuff it does. in it, though. And, yeah. You, know. you just got to pay attention to the artwork sometimes because <laughs> they put little details in there. It tells you a lot about the character that it's... <laughs> yeah, you get a whole background to a guy with just two words. <laughs> the yeah, the, the... Well, uh, speaking of the will. Okay, let's talk about him. Hi, I'm here. <laughs> I hope I've you're been not waiting the same for one. this moment. Uh, but oh, by the way, I thought it was interesting. Again, the the other the two freelancers' ships, the Will and the the Stalker. Stalker. Um, I thought that their ships were both interesting too. Yeah, the spaceships yeah. in this are cool. I They're do very like the interesting. Um, but the Will, it was interesting because speaking of the scene that you guys were talking about where the like sex trafficker basically brings out this little girl and then the will crushes his head yeah. and tries to take her and they're like you can't take her you can buy her but you can't take her um and they have it so she will die if she leaves basically yeah. right. so he can't just you know gunfight his way out um i thought it was interesting because part of me you know he's he's a villain to the main characters He's mm-hmm. a, you know, whether a freelancer He's, is a bad guy or it's a bounty hunter or whatever, you're taking a, you're taking a job, you're getting paid, doing, yeah. you're doing your job. And you know, he shows back up later because the, in the little girl's narration, like the Hazels, uh, she talks about in that scene, like, oh, some monsters aren't, you know. Some monsters are worse than others or something. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so you know he comes back later. But, I mean, they still call him a monster in that scene, too, though. Yeah. And what I was thinking is, as a character, I could never tell if we were supposed to like him. I felt like the crushing of the head was the, was the author's way, Brian K. Vaughn, uh, his way of trying to do that whole save the cat, like, in literary and, and 
uh, screenplay terms, you have your uh, a character do something noble, save a cat, save a baby, do something like that, to try to endear them to the audience specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I didn't know if that was meant to be like, yeah, he's bad, but you shouldn't think he's totally bad. And that was like the purpose of that, besides giving him like a motivating factor to keep chasing them. Right. Because he had given up at that point. And so knowing what the payout is, he's like, okay, I'm going to go after him now because I need the money to save this girl. Mm -hmm. So now if he doesn't catch them, like are you supposed to be conflicted knowing that this girl is stuck if he doesn't succeed? Or like are are we meant to kind of pull for him a little bit? Are we supposed to look at him like he isn't a villain? Um, I wasn't really sure because I never felt like – I still never really, I guess – looked at him like he would be any type of somebody to look at differently than how he was established in the beginning, which was an antagonist. I don't know. I think they want you to like him. Probably. I I think they want you to be a bit conflicted on who to root for. And you know, other than like the baby. Right. And you have reasons why you want, like, you're like, well, I mean, if the main characters do get captured by the will, it's not all bad because he's going to save that girl. But if they get captured by him, then that story's going to end because yeah, it's a obviously bad, they're it's going bad for right. Them. It's yeah. bad, and I think they're just trying to do more of a look. Not everything's black and white. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Like yeah. that, that I think the feeling and is the whole know. book is kind of gray, right? right? I don't, I don't know if they really want you to like root for the will, but yeah. I think they're trying to give you, look, this guy's not so bad. So there's a reason he's doing what he's doing. Also, it's he must not, be super strong to crush a skull with his bare hands. He probably is. I'm guessing freelancers tend to be a little bit above normal, but well, they're all aliens. Uh, Everybody is alien. Yeah, the stalker was like a spider lady. Yes, a topless spider lady. I was wondering what... uh, (laughs) Those are... um, Oh, is there a name for that? There's an actual name for that type. Like in fantasy Mm -hmm. stuff? Oh. Hmm. I know Japanese lore has like a half spider, half woman thing. It's like a monster in their folklore. Yeah. It's in Rising Sun, the board game. There's a piece. Yeah. But... Like, I think the freelancers seem interesting. Obviously, they're an organization that gets hired out to yeah. do jobs. Um, and then you have two people groups who are fighting that it doesn't seem like anybody's necessarily in the right. No. We don't know what the conflict ultimately is about other than they've been fighting. Kind yeah. Of. And they could just be expanding upon the whole, like, galaxy because towards the beginning— the two main protagonists talk about how the whole galaxy is rotten and they just yeah. need to find a new one and um, try and get out to wherever it is that she said. You mean the the yeah. lighthouse yeah. place? So Yeah. Yeah, they're called Arachnus. Nice. Oh. Arachnus. Yeah. Are they in like Dungeons yeah. and Dragons or something? I didn't know where you'd heard of it. I heard, to be honest, EverQuest. Oh. There you go. I know there's uh, something like that in Diablo three, yep. but yeah, again, I think they're they're like a folklore monster. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But 
No, I like that. I like that all of her legs as a spider, though, were all had hands. Mm-hmm. Every single one had hands on it, which was super weird. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, they mentioned that they were intimate at one time, and I'm like, that's gotta be weird. <laughs> Because my mind goes, how does that work? <laughs> I mean, I just kind of kept going. Well, that's because your brain works differently than mine. <laughs> my brain has to go, how does that work? What is that? I mean, I feel like I say that with other things. <laughs> Not giant alien spider ladies. Right. I'm just like, mm. hey, you know, whatever. And I keep going. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if, if it comes to seeing a stealth vessel outside of an asteroid um i'm just like how does that work (laughs) so yes yeah yeah see i'll cut all those out so yeah cool right cool cool Cool. yeah (laughs) um yeah so i don't know i don't really have any but again though i thought that i mean like the artwork was super cool like yeah, I really enjoy the artwork. Man, that's something that you just—it's like even the the bloody bits and like different things. And I mean, it was just—it always looked so pretty, right? Mm-hmm. So I do like how the, the the monitor head people, the royals, yeah, or whatever. They uh, I think they're called like robe, like it's it's almost robot. like their scream. They can't always control what it shows. No, it definitely shows but, like stuff it, that's going through their minds sometimes. Right. I think I, that I think that they might can just... control it, but I think sometimes if they're like really emotional one way or the yeah, other, I think that's it'll show something like a visually flicker or something or show like that guy's uh, PTSD. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, like I, Prince I, Channel Four. I found that also interesting as well. Yeah, it, I felt kind of bad for him. He's like, I just, I've been fighting this war, and I'm supposed to be home, and now I'm sup- and I have a pregnant wife, and now I can't come back. Yep. But again, so everybody is is like kind of at an impasse and and trying to to succeed through the same channels, and you kind of go, man, all of these guys' lives suck. All of them. Yeah, really. Yeah. Everybody's life sucks in Saga. Maybe that's why I don't like it. And it's maybe because it's like it's so pretty, and like the dialogue from the narrator, who's the baby, is supposed to sound hopeful. Like she has a hopeful outlook and like all this stuff, but like everything is so dreary as a theme that maybe that's why I, maybe that's why it doesn't click with me. I don't. I tend to not like stuff like that. I also find it interesting that the war real between... life's enough like that. <laughs> the war between the planet and the moon, yeah, spilled Cleveland landfall. Cleveland yes. landfall, yeah. yeah, spilled across the entire galaxy. Wreath, wreath. It's that's wreath. What it is. Cleveland, and then Cleve was the planet they were on. Oh, yeah, Hazel was. That's born. what it was. It's wreath and landfall. That's right. Yeah, like they're like, well, we can't keep killing each other on our planets because it's just not going to work. Or our, also it, the I, things we live on. So we're going to just start hiring other races to do this war with us and it just took yeah. the whole universe down with it whole galaxy and it's like a proxy but right. uh which i is... felt when i when i first read that little plot thread of like the moon versus like the whole the entire planet 
it's that kind of unrealistic because if you think about the population of an entire planet, it has to exceed like the, the population of a moon. Well, it also depends by land on mass. logistics and everything and, else. And like landfall would have so many more resources than the moon would. Sure. So how did they not immediately lose? I mean, you don't know that in science fiction. You don't know what resources I mean, and what, it, what it livable, inhabitable planetary land there is. The but I will I say it seems – I, I don't disagree with you. I'm playing the devil's advocate. Yeah, but, because I, I think I remember this in – like this was a plot in some other game or movie I had I, I guess it would consumed. depend on who the aggressors were at the start of it. What also, how powerful. Because like I'm just going to tell you the, the people from Wreath, the moon. They have magic. Their magic seems – like really, that's powerful. The only, really powerful. The only thing they could have done is use that magic to keep going. I mean, we it's saw possible. Marco kill a whole squad of soldiers. Yeah. So, so if like one of them can be worth that much potentially, like yeah. maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it was. But I read that and they talked about how long the war was going on for. And I just thought it seems a little unrealistic for a much smaller force to hold out and contend with someone that potentially could have a much much larger come on you saw the movie 300 dude they all died <laughs> yeah they lost in like three days <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey i honestly think i had the same thought though like man it seems like a pretty big war for what how it started or something yeah. like i think i had that thought um but then again I feel like your beef with this is similar to Patrick's beef on the last issue with uh, the gene manipulation thing. Yeah, I really I feel didn't like want to the, bring it up, but that was. But that's kind of how thing. it feels like that. Like Pat's look of the like the semi-realistic look at the gene manipulation for morality is kind of like your realistic look at the moon versus the planet. Yeah. So, I'm just sitting in the middle, <laughs> Liter- figuratively and literally. Yeah, it's also one of those weird stories where. They've created two ideologies, basically, that are clashing, and everything is horrible. But then you look deeper on an individual level, like you know the freelancer, Prince Robot guy, and you feel bad for the individual. Right. But you know these two ideologies that are clashing are creating horrible inst- instances in which you know whole towns or whole planets have their population killed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just this this first story just it, it makes me want to know what happens. Yeah. And did they establish why they're at war though? No, they didn't know it's been going on so long. That's what it yeah. is, right? They, it, yeah, they said okay. it, it's been going on so long nobody remembers why it's happening. They just keep and going. It wouldn't surprise me if eventually that gets revealed as well. Yeah. Most likely. So they said Hazel's got to be like a soldier of hope or like some kind of they've already set her up to be something special because they've said that there have been others born of like a mixed breed mm-hmm. but they all die within a day it's been I thought it was several a year, but yes no i'm pretty sure it was a day yeah and she's been alive for several weeks i think they're setting her up to be the end of the war Probably. Or the catalyst for the end of the war. Yeah. That's my opinion. 
my guess is that uh but it sounds like we're done with saga so oh why because you hated it oh <laughs> i didn't hate it i, I just, just didn't get like it. it uh technically will didn't like x-men but we talked about reading the that's next true. part of that's that true. as long as i finish the reading assignment and i'm not punished then we can read whatever <laughs> Got to come up with a fun punishment, though. Yeah, we do. Yeah, mustard ain't working on me. <laughs> no. Oh, so. I get the soundboard. Ooh. Oh, dang. Man. I don't ever <laughs> want you to have the soundboard. You would better be read, son. <laughs> that, that would definitely keep me reading. <laughs> you think well, five hours of editing is bad? <laughs> after everything anybody says. <laughs> Sounds like a war going on. <laughs> Uh, Just like in Saga. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I did like the. Uh, I like the idea of the horrors, quite right. a bit. Like I like how they're telling stories about like, oh, I've seen the horrors do this, and like all of that. And then when you meet them, they're like, well, yeah, we can we can imprint images and make people believe they're seeing something, and that's why people are so afraid of them, is they can literally have them believe whatever they want them to see. Right. So I thought that was kind of a fun idea that it wasn't a monster who actually did something. It was actually like a psychological uh, like manipulation. I mm-hmm. thought that was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was fun. Because it came up several times. I also like the name of the gun, the Heartbreaker. I thought, right, Heartbreaker? Right. That was yeah. her pistol because mm-hmm. it's non-lethal, right? Mm-hmm. But it makes you feel, like, super sad. Super sad. Because he said when he got hit by one once, it, like... Made him feel like his dog died. Yes, like, yeah. he was like, it's like my dog died. <laughs> Which would be delibi- delib- uh, debilitating. Debilitating, thank you. <laughs> Deliberate. <laughs> no, I'm just Deliberately debilitating. So, okay, well, uh, I had to throw in some things I liked since, you know, I was the one dogging on it so bad like a dead dog but <laughs> uh so favorite scenes what's your favorite scene pat man that's come back to me on that one. Oh, will what's your favorite scene um, it's hard to say i do like in the beginning actually right after hazel's born and you know the, the door blows open and it's the uh the blue, they call him the blue blood, which is the guy with the tele, uh, television head, mm-hmm. and all the people from you know, I can't remember what the 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 wife's or the mother's name is, and then like all the people from the dad's side come in, oh, and they they get into that fire fight, and they kill each other, and they're just standing there in the middle, everything's going around them, and they open their eyes, and just everybody's <laughs> killed themselves. Except for the the snitch mechanic, grease monkey. Yeah, he's. They like, call him a grease monkey, and, and then he's an actual <laughs> monkey. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. That that yeah. was. I see. I like stupid stuff like that because in a story like that, you can do that. In that type of story, you can literally be like, "Oh, the grease monkey snitched us out," and it's a literal, it's a literal mechanic, mechanic monkey. monkey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it kind of gave you, it was kind of a cool, they just got crazy lucky and kind of showed you how, A, they're kind of 
fated to continue going on. And then it's also, you know, you have the people of magic versus the people of science. Right. It's very, had a lot of that kind of imagery happening. Yeah, I, I think it set up what they're going to be going through really well as well. Yeah, so Pat, tell us what uh, spaceship scene was your favorite. <laughs> I mean, the spaceship was really cool. The the, the rocket. The, the tree the rocket, rocket the rocket tree. Yeah. But, um, man, I just had it. Oops, sorry, I threw you off. You did. Oh, I think my favorite scene was when he um, decided to break his oath and take out the that large the group squad. of people. You saw that chain break on his on his sword. You know, takes out that squad, and then later's like, nope. Even if I have it, I can't do it. So he breaks it to sacrifice for the tree so the tree will take off yeah what does he say i it's probably like something i don't know if it was made up for this or if the author had read it somewhere because it seems pretty profound and i'm not saying he couldn't have but he says something about like when a man of peace carries a weapon of violence or something he says something about that like as long as you have a weapon of violence you will find violence. Like, no. you will invite you will it, right? find, Yeah, you will find any excuse you need to, to use, use it. To use it, right? Yeah. So it's, yeah. that's like if uh, the only tool you have is a hammer, everything starts looking like a nail. Yeah, pretty much. But mm-hmm. like, said for a sword. But said for a sword and much cooler. Yeah. Yeah. And then it was kind of funny. And I like how his wife's like, I love you and I hate you so much. Yeah. And then he starts <laughs> walking into the rocket tree. And the ghost is like, you're going to keep that laser pistol. And she goes, oh, f- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a direct quote, by the way. Yeah. Direct quote. That was, that was pretty much a, a direct quote. Uh, what was my favorite scene? I I thought about the scene you just mentioned because, again, like the energy behind the fight. Because there really isn't a lot of direct fighting in this. There are some fights. they But usually they're like running from somebody they are usually not in a combat kind of stance no usually not so getting to see him do that and to see his skill level and like Mm -hmm. you know how how scary he can be in essence um i would say that's that was a cool scene i i would agree that 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 because I considered having that as my favorite, but there's one other scene that I, I just I do love when uh, when um, expectations are subverted, mm-hmm. and so I do like when he's dying, and he says that he loves his former fiance, right, <laughs> or or wife, bride. What no, is it? Was it? it was fiance, mm-hmm. right? It was fiance, and uh, and that was fine. And sh- then you get that whole page of her just being like who you know kind of (laughs) and like it ends in that moment you know and i and i liked that that was it that might have been my favorite scene because it was just so i also like the end scene when they're on the rocket and and the grandparents show up up. and it said and that's how grandma and grandpa came to live with us or whatever (laughs) yes i thought that was funny i really i really liked that as well um some other notable scenes. There was one other one that I I thought was pretty fun, and it was the rocket. It was like when it first takes off. I love the art for it, like the actual yeah. oh, yeah. takeoff of the rocket. That, was good. that page is so pretty. 
Like you could put that as like a poster on your wall mm, or something, yeah. man. It just, it was a cool looking page. Um, and so I don't know if I'd count that my favorite scene, but I, that was a, was that was cool. a neat it scene. Cool. Um, but yeah, I'm going to say when he's dying and she thinks that he's about to say how he'll always love her. And then he says the name of the other person. And then when he's okay and he sits up and he's like, oh, you know, I'm not dead. And then she's like, who's this? And he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. That was a good sequence. It was. Um, and again, it solidified that they are very grounded characters, I think, you know, that they've lived lives and now they're together and they're still and their whole argument over we're not going to worry about our previous lives and she's like even though she's definitely got some skeletons back there oh big time i'm i i'm actually curious i am curious to know uh like what her skeletons are you right. know what i mean because um, the thing with the romance books right and then i know i know i can't she ever talk for, to you about this yeah <laughs> like why is he so obsessed with the like these romance books and why did he find i think he found the same book on the stalker's ship didn't he or oh, did he just pull it out? i think no, he, pulled he pulled it, pulled it out. out that was he's, his yes, he's the one that, it was hers right. it was her he's copy. copy i i okay so For, yeah i couldn't tell visually if he had found that or if he had just pulled it out from where he kept it right so full disclosure i've actually read more of saga than this listener i'm just i'm just letting you know listener that i did that so i know more that was before before we even started before the podcast. we even started like the you podcast. read you read this like long ago right yeah and i got i want to say five or six of those books so i'm like a chunk of the way into that oh yeah big one yeah, in your omnibus or compendium. Compendium. Uh, in your compendium, you're probably like three quarters of the way through. Maybe not quite, but around there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you probably so, have a, an idea of some of these answers. Yeah, like like literally there was a page in there, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but there was a page in there where a character is thinking about something, and it shows right on the page what's going to happen next. Oh, really? Yes. And you mm -hmm. don't... you. You would have no clue unless you had read further ahead, hmm. which made me want like it even more, to be honest. Oh, that's cool. I do love moments like that. Yeah. Now I want to know what it was. <laughs> I can hey. tell you later if you really don't care okay. about spoilers. Yep. Well, I mean, I don't. <laughs> so <yeah>. Me neither. <laughs> so okay. I'll tell you guys after the podcast. Yeah. Um, okay. Favorite characters? Favorite character? Oh, man. That's tough. I think uh, my favorite oh, character is going to be, what was her name? Elizabeth or whatever it is. The, Will. The horror. Will. You, Isabel. You're, Isabel. There, there you go. go. I, you are our memory. You're the one that retains all of the information that you read. So <laughs> so you, you're not only our graphic designer. You are our memory. You are our library. Man, I'm, just a, I'm just a hard drive over here. <laughs> It's not that hard of a drive. It's only like ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's true. You're you're our at least at at worst our our USB at best our server. Right? Oh, okay. Yeah, Isabel. I, I I like Isabel. I like yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was, she was in my my list of notable. Does that favorites. come just from the first arc, or does that come from your view of the whole thing? That comes from the first. The first arc. Arc. Okay. Yes. I just wondered. From what we read. Because okay. it has been 
probably over a year or two. So this was, you'd probably even forgotten some of the stuff. I had forgotten all of the stuff, but there was other things where I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah. And I'm like, oh, I know what happens here or what Mm. this does or whatever, Mm. just because it jogged my memory. But yeah. What about you, Will? Interesting. Is the Will your favorite character because... Close. (laughs) It's Lion Cat. Lion Cat. I almost said you're going to choose Lion Cat. <laughs> it's such a cool mechanic, though. Isn't it? <laughs> because it's like, yeah, he's my partner. But all he does is say whether someone's telling the truth or lying. But Even it's, if it's, it's his partner. Yeah. That scene's funny, though, when he sends him back to the ship, and he's like, you wouldn't have had fun anyway. And he's like, lying. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. I laughed at that. Yeah. I do. I do like that. I um, wondered if you were going to pick Lion Cat, dude. I, uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, no, no. It's, it's, it's weird how useful that is. Right. To have just like, uh, a, you know, a cat or a thing that tells you. An actual lie detector that doesn't, yeah. you know, that's actually accurate. To a fault. Yeah. To a fault, really. <laughs> yeah. To a fault. Did you have a runner-up character? I'm just curious. Uh, I also thought uh, Isabel, yeah, was a good was a good pick, um, because she had like accepted her death, and was just like, okay, I'm ready to move on, time to start anew. And you know, I thought that was cool. I also liked her sarcasm. Oh yeah, when she'd be like, oh yeah, what do I know? I never had kids. I died. She's like, it's not like I was the oldest out of a family of nine or fifteen seven. or whatever. She said, seven. Oh, seven. She's the oldest of seven. Yeah. I couldn't remember. I should have remembered that. My mom is one of seven. Um, but then she's like, you should have switched boobs like ten minutes ago <laughs> when when she was breastfeeding. Uh, that's funny. Um, yeah. So. I I considered Lion Cat and questioned whether or not that's a character, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, but it, it, uh, my first character, my first, yeah, no, it Lion Cat had personality yeah. for sure, one hundred percent character. Um, I also like when in Lion Cat's held hostage, mm-hmm. and the Will's like, "You're you pull that trigger and you're dead anyway, yeah. man." <laughs> um, so. The I'll tell you. Oh no, I'm gonna maybe save that for my least favorite. Um, I my immediate first thought for favorite character was Isabel. <laughs> like yeah. no, no question. Uh, she was so fun in her scenes. Oh yeah, and she's always like, "I'm not trying to trick you." <laughs> so uh, it's just it I was just her persona. Rock. Her persona is definitely like an yeah. older sibling mm-hmm. persona. And it's like a modern day version, but in a fantasy sci-fi setting. And a lot of times I don't like that. But for the way that was done, I did like that. Um, But yeah, it's just funny because Lion Cat and Isabella were the two. Clearly, that just tells me that those two characters were very interesting and well done. Yeah. Yeah. If all three of us had especially the the same mention of Isabella. Yes. Yeah. Fun, fun. What about pet least stuff. what? Pet. Least favorite pet? Least favorite scene. Least favorite scene? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, the the whole um, sex club thing. Yeah. 
I was the sextant sextillion yeah. sextillion yeah sextillion. right yeah. I, I did I did not like that at all yeah and it has some very graphic background imagery in one or it, two it scenes does. like yeah. it's when he's yeah. walking through yeah when he's walking down the stairs and stuff like it's yeah. very in your face but then what does it tell you about him that he's like ah oh, I thought this place was supposed to have everything like what exactly was he looking for was I that know. just a, was probably that just another, to be probably another spider chick yeah dude <laughs> like yeah give me some of the eight legs i thought her face was cool though yeah by the way yeah. the, all the the eight eyes and yeah like the how they styled her yeah. face i thought it was a very cool design for a character i thought her face was a really cool design what about you will oh i don't know i don't think i really even had one no it was mm, i'd probably if i had i'd agree with pat that just, part with the six sextillion uh just ship. The, the content of the like what what was going on yeah just uh, horrible i mean it does show the darker side of humanity because it does um i always forget the name of that netflix show black mirror no, it's, oh, it's the one where they have the chips in their neck. Oh, uh, Altered Carbon. Al- yeah, I was going to say Inky Black, but I'm like, that's not a thing. Inky Black. Um, that kind of did the same thing where they show like the darker side of humanity. Mm-hmm. With the sleeves are... and the, uh, what do they call it? It's not Seventh Heaven, is it? Something. Seventh Heaven is from Final Fantasy VII. No, it's not. It's a term. <laughs> Cloud Nine. That's oh, what they call it. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the bar. No, those are both terms, though. <laughs> we're not nerds. No, I, I knew I, you were trying to guess the bar. I, the club. The, the club. Which yeah, was whatever. like the sextillion. Yeah. It was. It was yeah. the same idea. Have you seen Altered Carbon? Yeah. Okay, so it is. It's like a similar idea to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But So, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. Um, everything else kind of had like witty, witty banter and... Yeah, like cool stuff going on. Like um, when when the will learned that the spine, spine, right? This the stalker, the stalker. No. There we go. S words. Yeah. You know, will is the, the memory. It's he okay. <laughs> when the will learned that uh, she had died, his his response. Oh yeah, I'm gonna come kill you after <laughs> I go kill everyone you ever loved. <laughs> yes, I was like, wow. Which shows that he's a, b- a bad mamma jamma. Right. Yeah. <laughs> he is not somebody you want to be your enemy. Anyway, I don't know what brought that on. I don't know. What about uh, what about you? Least favorite. Uh, I mean, it would probably be be the sextillion as well. Um, more so the because as they took him down to like, oh, you like you have other tastes and stuff i was like oh like what is this comic gonna show right like there's because of how the comic is right i was like they could show freaking anything in this and then i was like please don't let it be a little kid and it was and i was i have friends that work in anti-trafficking agencies like i have friends who do that for a living and so i've heard like real life stories about it Mm -hmm. and about like people who are rescued and like all of that stuff and it is like the one like the darkest avenue of of real life humanity and so i was like oh man i hope it's something weirdly kinky and not that because they could do anything 
again, we're talking about a comic where we've been saying part of the thing that's cool about it is how creative it is on like what it does and how it subverts your expectations. Right. And that's the one where I was just like, it's going to be a kid. And it was. And, yeah. and even in that moment where I was like, you know, he smushes the dude's head because he's like, oh, normally I don't participate when he first touches his head. And it feels so gross. Like it just feels right. grimy. Um, just like in Altered Carbon, yeah. even though I love that because it's like a cyberpunk detective story, I hated how that part felt. Like when yeah. it gets into the grime of Cloud Nine, like that, it, the feel of that show is so gritty, like mm-hmm. so gross. Um, it should be. It should not sit well with you, like ideally. If it does, then I mean, you know, I guess that's, that's why not, that's not good. That's why it had to be a kid because any net, like any sane person in that situation, we probably have the same thought, like, oh man, I really hope it's not some little kid. And so at the end of the day, it had to be that because it was real. I also was like, glad it, that it, he didn't like walk in the door because I was like, dude, it, this dude's already like, he's supposed to be a bad guy to them. I was like, if he walks in that door, I'm about done with this book though. Yeah, <laughs> like, I agree. For real, like, I'm glad that they did what they did where he killed the guy that took him and tried to take her out. So again, try to give you a little empathy towards him, a little bit, not right. knowing how bad of a, of a dude he is. But, like, had he walked through that, I was like, if he walks through that door, man, I don't know if I want to keep reading this book. Well, I mean, at that point, the only thing you knew about him was he accepted the job because he's a freelancer. Yep. And he did some freaky stuff with a spider girl. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, I mean. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he could, he could be like that. Like, you don't know. Right. The character. Though now you do know. Now you do, which is good. Right. That was good. So, yeah. but yeah, sure. Sure, I'll pick that. You have a least favorite character? Um, probably the, the the Prince Monitor head guy. The main one, mm-hmm. Prince Four. Mm-hmm. He's your least favorite character. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. That actually surprises me. <laughs> Why? I couldn't tell you off the top of my head. You just do not like I just him. Do not like him. Probably because the first time you meet him, he's buck naked. <laughs> Could be. I don't know how I'd feel if the first time I met somebody, they were buck naked. I mean, yeah, that would be weird. It would be a weird situation all around, I think. <laughs> Hopefully so- they'd feel as awkward as I did. Probably in Florida. <laughs> but, yeah, okay. I, To be honest, now that I think about it, I might be influenced by stuff that happens later on that okay because you do know more about him i do so maybe because he he comes across to me from my perception where i called the the will an antagonist he's one of the villains in the beginning he's an antagonist Mm -hmm. the prince seems like the villain he feels like one like in my in the in the structure of what we read if I had to tell you who the villain of the story currently is, right. he would be the villain. Yes. And I don't know if I'm remembering, like, not really things that he did later on, or just feelings I got from that, mm. or if I got the same vibe from him. I could not tell you. Yeah. Well, that's fair. What about you, Will? You have a least favorite? Probably not. What about what about mm. Pedophile Man? Oh yeah, you we could can just we say can, him. <laughs> throw we him. Can just throw him. Well, in there. you know, in the Constantine and then issue, also the slave, 
slave owner, oh. the purple chick. Yeah, she's she's kind of a. I don't think the yeah, slave I know owner that, would be worse. Well, I don't know if it's because she's the like master. She's the actual one that owns it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he was just like the basically the waiter. Yeah, <laughs> the concierge. <laughs> uh no, it reminds me of the issue uh, issue five with Constantine. Because that's where I go, Will, you go, I don't know if I had a least favorite character. I said, Will, just say the devil. The devil is always the worst character, right? And you're like, but that's when we had the whole like, but if they're bad and you're supposed to think they're bad, does that make them a bad character? Yeah. And that's when we had the discussion of bad characters can just be the character that you didn't like or didn't, even if it was that they were written well. Um, And then you were like, I try to think of it like they're not written well, you know? Um, I guess it's how I always approach it. Like, oh yeah, it's it's just like how we all watch movies differently too. You know what I mean? Um, so you want to know my least favorite characters because my brain hated it, hated it. My brain did not like it. If you said the spaceship, I'm leaving the room. The spaceship, the spaceship could have been Pat, one of my favorite it's characters. It's your room. I don't care. I'm still leaving. Uh but. Yeah. No. Go play some pe- the, Pikmin. The, the, yeah, go manage some go people. Go manage some people. The two TV leg, la- or face leg ladies Ooh. that welcome they, him oh, to Sextillion. So they were weird and don't. Creepy. They were just head and legs. Heads yes, and legs. But not just, and not like normal size head. No, like, yeah. like big, big head mode. Like yeah. weirdly Torso exaggerated. Sized heads. Yeah, it would be like if you remove a head and arms off of a body, mm-hmm. leave the legs, and turn the torso into a face. Right. And they're supposed to be like the cheery welcomers to sextillion. And I don't know if they're supposed to have some weird sex appeal or what, because they're all leg and mouth or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. And it was funky. It and my funky. brain did not like it. It didn't like it, and it didn't like how they talked to him when he would say stuff and it'd be like, "Oh, you got to take your weapon off, and you got to leave your cat behind, and all this stuff." And I didn't like it because it just reminds me of shysters. It was like these two people are total shysters, <laughs> and they're completely horrifying to my brain. And so they are easily my least easily favorite. Least they may favorite. be my least favorite characters of anything we've read. They <laughs> compete with those Constantine de- devils, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, those are, I, I like them less than the Three Stooges from Night Quest. Okay, it's <laughs> getting up there. Yeah, uh, but that's yeah, fair. those are my le- those were my least <laughs> least favorite. Okay, so if if you, neither of you have anything else to point out, anything else well, you wanted to make sure we didn't forget, I think that we got it. Yep. Were you checking your notes? Yeah, I was looking okay. it over, making sure. Cool. Uh, yeah, I was trying to make sure I didn't forget anything either. Um, so out of five, five what? Tree rockets. Tree, ro- <laughs> tree rockets. <laughs> Obvious. Wood rockets. Yeah, because I was gonna say, I said I was thinking like we could do broken swords or uh, floating horrors or <laughs> tree rockets is good though tree out of five because mm-hmm. like that's it's supposed to be a forest, right? It's supposed to be a rocket ship be, forest, yeah. right? So, oh, stop dabbing, Will. So. <laughs> I'm a dab and will. That's why you're the villain. Are you the dab and will? Yep. He he why owns not? a dab and port. 
<laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Uh, I liked uh, it. Well, I would give it a three. A three? Yeah. Okay. Wow, that's that was this that was lower than I expected. Well, I, I actually expected of the doubt. I'm like it could be a lot better. Mm-hmm. Like if we continue reading, but three is enough for me that I would have continued on. Going. Yeah, because it because it is right in the middle of our like. If you yeah. think one to five, three is in the middle. Now, if you do it to ten, then it's like what five, which is like yeah. two point five, mm-hmm. which you didn't even give X Men. Nope, I told you I wouldn't <laughs> continue reading it. I wouldn't have continued reading it. What about you? I'm somewhere between a four and a four and a half. So it's not quite to, I will suggest this. No, I wouldn't suggest this. Probably because of all the adult stuff. But you do, you do like it. Like you said, you want to, you want to get the next book even. Mm -hmm. So it's still something that you want in your collection though. Yes. But you don't think it would be one that you would really push to. I I would really have to know the other person before I'd be like, hey, it's not a blanket. (laughs) <laughs> adult situations and gore and gore oh we and never imagery. said it saga sex and gore abounds right <laughs> saga s-a-g-a oh we almost missed it we almost missed we it, almost missed it. Oh. That, and that's the reason why i wouldn't really um, recommend it to people more for the content more for the content of okay because it. it's I, not as so so it can't be a five to you because it isn't quite universal right okay i see that no. Okay. Um, I'm more leaning towards 4.5, but... Yeah, I mean, you do really there. like I it. I do really like it. I think you should lean towards the 4.5. All right. We'll I do 4.5 then. Because then you have four and a half rocket ships. One hasn't fully sprouted right. yet. It's yeah. growing. It's growing. It's yeah. growing. Man, I love that. I just love that concept. I actually do too, and they look really cool. They do look cool. And I also like that it's a rocket. It's not a spaceship. It's a right. rocket. It's a rocket. You know? Yeah. Uh, so obviously, I'm the person that liked it the least. But I don't know how low I would go. The problem is, I think the artwork is great. It is. I think the ideas, it has tons of really cool, like, sci-fi and fantasy-themed ideas. Like, like the rocket ship forest and the, uh, like, the fact that the Blue Bloods can, like, turn their arms to cannons and you know it has a and it has a lot of interesting things yeah um and like i said in the beginning if this was me rating it solely based on quality Mm -hmm. um it would probably be like a four for me four four and a half just like you as far as quality goes um but for me enjoyment level my lowest score i've ever given is umbrella academy that was two and a half I think two and a half is my lowest. Yes. I don't. And. I don't think I would put this below Umbrella Academy. Okay. Because, like I said, like the artwork and everything is really good. Um. And part of me would even continue to go at this point because I've had to keep going. If that makes sense, like. The first time I tried to read this, I stopped after, like, one issue. Mm-hmm. I never got to Isabella and stuff like that, um, which is only, like, what, three issues in? I think so. <laughs> uh, so now that I, I'm also somebody, I mentioned this, 
I don't have to like something for my curiosity to make me want to keep going. And I feel like I would potentially read a little more because I really like the aesthetics of the book. Just kind of find out what happens. I know this is a really long explanation of my rating, but it's actually me trying to figure out what I would give it. (laughs) It's talking and thinking at the same time. It is, because that's what I do. I process externally, and that's why I talk so much on the podcast, is because I think aloud if I'm trying to formulate. Yeah. That's how I am. A lot of people do that. Um. Not, but I mean, there are definitely people who don't. No, like yeah. it helps me to spitball ideas and things yeah. like that. Yeah, I mean, you go in the middle the way I did. Well, I thought about giving it a three. I thought about meeting meeting you on the same point, um, but I just I don't I don't know if I would. So like. Two point so seven five. Two seven five, which I never do. I always do halves. I don't do the. I mean, I don't do the quarters, but it that puts it above like umbrella, you're... but it puts it a little lower than than really half. Yeah. Um, because like content wise for me, it's just not my thing, and like the feel of it, I don't like the real feel of like everything's gritty. Mm-hmm. I like the part of the reason that I like stories that are uplifting is because real life can be discouraging. So reading a story that you know can ultimately be uplifting, but everybody is kind of a discouraging kind of character sometimes is like, it's harder to get behind it. Um, so let, I'll do 275. I'll go ahead and do 275. That's what I was kind of thinking. Ahead of Umbrella, basically based on the artwork alone, because yeah. I, I did not like Umbrella's art very much. Um, none of no, us I, did. Look, but. Because I had to do the uh, cover art for it. Mm-hmm. It was very basic geometric shapes mm. like if you look at the background the way the colors were uh things that were shaded are you talking about umbrella yeah yeah yeah. like yeah. it's all like squares even oh, yeah. the people were it's blocky like, they were blocky yeah but no but this is like it's like impressive it's like paintings sometimes yeah. almost um i would give the artwork a five like full five rocket ships for artwork oh yeah me too no mm-hmm. question man love the art it's, it's, and I, even the beautiful. art style like yeah. the way the characters look mm-hmm. dude design like actual aesthetics of the worlds and characters and stuff all of the style fives right absolutely even when it wasn't what i wanted it to look like like the rocket i w- didn't want it to look like a traditional cylindrical rocket like it did i wanted it to be like a spaceship and but even still i was still my brain was like, oh, that's not what I wanted. But I still was like, that is really cool, like design-wise. So, yes. so yeah, I'll give it a 275 on the whole, but five for artwork, no question. Mm-hmm. And, and design and aesthetics, boom, five. So if you're somebody that only reads comics for the look of a comic, you could almost care less about the quality of writing or if there's any a content like that, you should definitely look at this. Definitely look through it. Yeah. I agree. So, okay. Cool. Cool. Well, I guess that wraps it up. Yeah. Uh, next issue, next week, um, we are going to be doing Ninja Turtles. We are watching uh, Mutant Mayhem. Is that what it is? Teen- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. I think so. That sounds right. And we are going to be reading the IDW Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series. Um 
that is there ongoing, but we're starting with volume one, the origin, the beginning of that. Uh, so we'll make sure that that's all listed and taken care of. And right. if you're ready to read some more turtles, something different than the last time, instead of looking back to the past at the original, we're looking to the newest series that they are doing. So. I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to it. I also want to go back and read some more of that, the old classic stuff because I, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I definitely think that will have to pop back in eventually. Mm-hmm. At least one more issue, right? At least. <laughs> one more time. Well, I guess that's uh, that's about it, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I guess that means I'm Patrick. This is Will. And I'm Chris. And you've been listening to Guys With Issues. Goodbye. Take it easy. So long. <laughs> You can catch the new issue of Guys With Issues each week on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Or check out our website at guyswithissues.com, where you can listen, find reading lists to follow along, and get to know us better. You can also find us on Instagram at guys underscore with underscore issues, and on Facebook at Guys With Issues. Send us emails to longbox at guyswithissues.com and tell us your thoughts or send us suggestions on what we should read next. We would love to hear from our listener. That's getting cut. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I know. So that, that that should be a clip. Oh, that's getting cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a right before the page turn to be like that's getting cut. That's getting cut. Uh, that's that's dumb and funny just like our podcast so uh, yes truth